Blog Talk Radio. Hi, this is Marco. And this is Stan. And we are the Smooth Jazz Alley. We'd like to thank Coffee Talk Jazz Radio for our live interview with Ms. Bridget Lewis. And also for our successful four-week radio campaign that has made us a top seller in jazz on CDBaby.com. And welcome to another edition of Coffee Talk Jazz Radio. It is a glorious Wednesday, February the 16th. And if my mom was alive, we would be celebrating her 86th birthday. And so, God, I'm just sending love and light uh, out to those who are celebrating birthdays today. Boy, do we have a power-packed show for you. Um, But first, there's just a few housekeeping rules that you can use. I will open up the boards about 15 minutes after the show starts. I'm going to introduce our incredible guest. Um, We have folks who are logging in right now. The boards are already lit up, and I'm excited uh, about this international and global, global platform. If you're new to Coffee Talk Jazz Radio, I'd love to welcome you. Our show's call-in number is 515-605-9704. We'll celebrate birthdays, gift giveaways, and so much more now. Let me introduce this afternoon's guest. His name is Michael Janelle. That's right. Catch it, folks. Michael Janelle, he's a saxophoner, music producer, and we're going to be talking about all the great things that he's going to be doing this weekend. I'm just going to bring him right on to the platform right now and introduce my very special guest, Mr. Michael Janelle is in the building. Hey, Michael. Hey, hey, hey. How you doing? <laughs> How you doing? Blessed. Good, good, Just good. Got off work so cool glad. Down the <laughs> so, so, so glad to have you on. So, we're just going to jump right into some of this juiciness. We're going to be playing at least three or four of your tracks, but I want the fans to know who is Michael Jamel in your own words? Um, some called me Brother Passion. I'm very passionate. Mm. Some call me the Jazz King. Some call me Mike G, for short. But, um, man, I'm all about the love. That's that's my thing. I'm from Virginia. Virginia's for lovers. So I try to bring the love with the music every time I do it. Um, if you want to be specific, I play the sax and I produce music. But my ultimate goal is to create visions to change the culture for the better. So, um yeah, that's that's the mission. That I like that. So I want to welcome some of the folks who are logging in live right now. This is very, very exciting. Ben, Oregon. I don't even know where Ben, Oregon is, but we're so happy you all are tuning in and listening live. Williamburg, Virginia. Welcome to the Coffee Talk Jazz Party. Chicago, the Windy City is in the building. San Antonio, Texas, I see you. New Orleans, I see you. Savannah, Georgia, I see you. Charleston, South Carolina, I see you. Arizona, I see you guys are in the building. Again, we're going to open up the boards. Now, I want to get to a little bit about your music, your process, and then we're going to be talking about this incredible virtual show uh, that you um, are putting on this Saturday, which is super exciting. But it's not just a virtual show. You're giving it to the people. You're going to give it to them live and in person. 
you're also going to have two shows. So let's just jump right into what you're working on this weekend because we want fans to buy the tickets. The links are um, already popped up. I've got all the boards open from Twitter, Facebook. We're going to be popping those links right up so folks can go and get those tickets. So tell us about this show this weekend and why it is so important to you. Great. So um, it's Romance in Heaven. That's the name of the show. I realized that, you know, in this era, romance is like uh, falling behind. It's, it's, it's down bad, you know. <laughs> it's gone. And, um, yeah, I felt the need to revive it. Um, and the heaven part came in that where God really created romance. You know, God is the original player. So at the end of the day, a lot of the, the ways that we know about romance have been defined by the world and from a worldly perspective, but it's really a heavenly thing. You know, it's a beautiful thing when a man and a woman can get together and recreate life and the family and the energy and the romance, and it's, it can be transcendent. So that's the concept. Um, to do that, I just dropped my single, two Romance in Heaven, to kind of go along with the show. Mm. And... Um, I got a professional shop for, for those that are out of town. It's virtual, and uh, you can catch it right from your living room. And the chat lines, the chat lines. I really put some work into the chat lines because I noticed that that's what's really the the fun part about virtual is yeah. that the chat could get live, you know, and you can actually yeah, see what yeah. other people are saying, you know, and you can cozy up with, yeah. your, with your partner right from from the house. So that's that's the concept, just to bring the romance back, not to beat it to death, but just to have it be known and be shown. <clears throat> wow, um, you know what? You really took me back for a moment. Um, I had the most awesome relationship with my grandparents. I live in California, but I didn't grow up in California. I'm a Texas girl. I grew up in Houston and in Waco and parts of Itasca, which is like an old country town. But my uh-huh. grandfather and my grandmother, back in those days, they would say, you know, we go together. And it sounds kind of funny now. It's like, but where are we going, right? And I remember the story of my grandfather sharing with me when he first met my grandmother. It was the only woman that he had ever loved, the only woman he had ever dated. And my mm. grandfather, my grandfather and my uh, grandmother's brother were best friends, but my grandfather did not know that that was the brother of the woman that he would eventually marry. I'll tell you what happened. So they were having a conversation, and this is back in the day when he would say, you know, I really want to take this gal to the church dance. So he says, I really mm-hmm. like her. And they were having a conversation. He says, well, you know, how can I get her to go? And the first thing that the brother said is that you've got to talk to her papa. You've got to ask to see if she can go. And back then, you know, going to the church dance, it was only $25. And we're talking, my grandfather was born in 1911, so it would give you a little bit of, of context. And mm-hmm. um, he went to her dad, her papa, and said he wanted to take her to the dance and permission was granted, and that started a 67-year until the day my grandmother transitioned in 2001. And so I saw what real unconditional love looks like. I saw when my grandmother became ill, because in the the Word of God, and it talks about to death do us part and to you separate, you know, and so... I saw my grandfather love on this woman. I know what love looks like for real, for real. I saw him do everything he could in order to to love her. And I remember she got to the point where he could no longer take care of her when she was falling. He had to put her in a facility. And that was one of the toughest things for him. And um, she stayed there maybe about three or four years. But I remember one day that I was going down to the board and care facility to go and see my grandmother, and as I was coming to the door, I could hear my grandfather weeping, and I just stood for a moment, and I watched him stroke her face. She could no longer speak. 
pretty much her hair was gone. Her, um, she could follow with her eyes, but she couldn't respond. And I remember him telling her how much he loved her. He said, I love you from the first moment that I saw you up until now. And I'm telling you, it was the most tender moment that I will never, ever forget. And so your virtual show, your live show, Romance in Heaven, I mean, it's a real thing. And I hope that people will tune in. I hope that people will buy the tickets because I think it really is a lost art, you know, romancing that person. And it doesn't mean you got to have a whole lot of money. You can do simple things. You know what I mean? Even if it's a doing something creative is putting together a picnic, but I'm excited about what you're doing as a creative, you know, as a producer, because it is a lost art. So can you share with the fans where, where the venue is going to be in Virginia, even though we're going to do virtual because folks are still listening in live from all over. So I really want okay. them to jump on the, the bandwagon and, and get these tickets because this is going to be an amazing and incredible show. And I've heard you play, so it's good. So tell the fans how they can get the tickets in the NBA. So um, the show will be at this church, Hub 757. It's a church, but it's built just like a theater. So state-of-the-art equipment. Um, They got the streaming board, the sound system, the lights. Like, it was as if somebody put a theater in a church and just had services. (laughs) So it, it was just super convenient, which was crazy. You know how how it is yeah. when God is leading you, um, Absolutely. and I'll say this too. Mm-hmm. I was kind of trying to be on my politically correct side, but when I say God invented romance, really God invented sex, right? Right, okay, because sex at this point in society has been perverted, and okay, yeah. I haven't. I, it took me a while to get here, but it's like nowadays you already immediately think it's normal, you know, to trade energies like that. But if you think about it, you get more when you when you actually know the person, you commit to the person, y'all have kids right. together, the woman take take care of the household, y'all you know, y'all got a balanced relationship. Marriage is really the marriage is really the lit part. And the having a right. bunch of you know, women doing all that, that's the not lit part, but the world has flip flopped it. But I digress. Um, yeah, yeah. So the show, the show is like this. I got live art. The artist Paris Majestic, he's going to be doing the painting live. And then at the end of the show, I'm going to raffle it off to everyone that's there that shared it on their social. So the internet, you just share it on your social and tag Michael Jamel. Um, it's M-I-C-H-A-E-L-G-I-A-M-I-L-L-E. Um, also, I'm going to have a comedian host, Quincy Carr. He was seen on TV One as well, and uh, he's been doing a lot of work on cruises, but a clean comedy, um, not a lot of mm. dirty, raunchy stuff, because like I say, this is heaven, you know. Mm. And the whole vibe is you can have, a, you can really be lit without having to get a bunch of, you know, narcotics right. and yeah. getting out of your normal state of mind, just enjoying your partner. Um, also, right. my guy just John, he was featured on The Voice. He'll be doing a set, and then I'll be closing out with um with songs off my upcoming release and some new ones, some old ones, and just keeping it romantic. But the cats that I had mm. put together for the show are all like artists in their own right. It, it, it took me a minute to get everybody together. I was looking at the NBA, the NFL, and how they were building like <laughs> super squads, right? And I was like, yeah. I could tell that the city needed something like that. And, you know, yeah. this is a, a funny part. I haven't told anybody this, so I'd say this, and then I'll pass it back to you. But I wasn't, I wasn't thinking of doing it as big as I did it now at first. Mm-hmm. I was thinking of doing something okay. small, you know, 50 people, and just do a small mic, right? And I right. was at the... I played a couple weddings at the, the venue, and I was like, this is a nice venue to do it. And, you know, the venue is like 900-something capacity. Okay, mm-hmm. this would be nice. So I'm at the house at my grandparents' house, and my uncle says, he was like, when's the last time you sold something that, that much? 
like, you can't do that. And it, it was almost like God knew I needed him to say that. Because I took it like David. Like, like David took it when Goliath was like, man, look at this young youngster here. What in the world? I took it as a challenge, you know. Because, okay. like, you know what you can do. So at that point I was like, yeah, let, let's go ahead and do something legendary for the city. And whether or not they see it now, they're going to thank me now or thank me later. You know what I mean? So that's what it is. <laughs> That is such a beautiful thing, man. You said so many you said so many things. Um and first of all, when God is in it, if it's if you're if you're playing for five or you're playing for five thousand people, I said the message is still the same and you never know what that seed is going to do. You could be breaking a generational curse. You know what I mean? Just by mm. coming in and playing. Come on now, just by coming in and playing yeah, that song though. Somebody may be getting ready to break up or it could be some domestic situation, but you're bringing that love back. And then talking about the concept of what love really is, talking about romance, talking about sex. And I'm not a preacher or a minister by, by any means, but I do understand the Bible. I do understand the word of God. And I'm going to throw this out there and this may trip some people up, but I want you guys to catch it. So the word of God says, that a man shall leave his father and mother, and the two shall become twain, which is one. So when you marry, mm-hmm. okay, when you marry your husband, when you marry your wife, and when a man and a woman have sex, that's the yeah. Because of the way a woman's body is designed, she is a receptor. He is a depositor. Mm-hmm. So the spirit yeah. of that man, what he deposits in her, the spirit of that man literally releases into her, to her, catch this. So this is why sometimes you hear of domestic violence. This is sometimes why you hear of a man and a woman, they get together. The man is like, he's cool. He's straight. He's gone on to the next and to the next and to the next. She's just still, mm. you know, she just cannot That's... seem to get herself together because his spirit is still in her. That's why having three, four, mm. five, six people, you said it earlier. So I think if people would look at it along those lines, and you talked about trading energy, you're literally, everything that's in that person is now deposited into you. So when a woman sees that guy, she kind of jerks, is like, oh, my God, there he is. And she's freaking out and that kind of thing, and she just can't seem to get over him. That is the reason why. So for those mm. of you guys who are listening, if you are spiritual, not religious, I hope you guys caught that and that you want God to allow you to be aligned with the person who is for you and not have all these other relationships that are just ungodly that mess you up. And that's why when you sometimes meet your husband, you meet your wife, sometimes you miss it because you're still tied up with the other girl. You're still tied up with the other guy. I digress, but I'm just saying. So I'm Mm -hmm. super happy that you are bringing back romance where it belongs because it's sorely needed. So I want you to think about this question I'm going to ask. We're getting ready to jump into some of your delicious music from um, Clear, uh, Clear Vision, the Asia of uh, Self-Love. I want to play Sax Dance Detox. I just love it. So here's the question. Mm. With everything that's going okay. on with the pandemic, with the economy, and just you know, joblessness, homelessness, do you think that music, do you think that, that music is a source of healing for people? I want you to think about that. Um, I want to jump into this track, and then when I come back, I want you to share with, with the fans um, the um, all about sex, dance, uh, detox, uh, why you play it, who wrote it, and all that other good stuff. So we're just going to go ahead and just jump right in. You ready? Okay, cool.
Hi, I'm Farnell Newton, educator, composer, arranger, and trumpeter. Do you love good jazz and great jazz conversation? You'll hear it all on Coffee Talk Jazz Radio Los Angeles with one of the best broadcasters and radio hosts in the business, Miss Bridget. What happens when straight-ahead jazz meet hip-hop fusion? You've captured the essence of real jazz music, and that's exactly what you'll hear in my new project, Classes Now in Session. You can pick it up at iTunes, Amazon, CD Baby, and more, and you can also check me out at www.farnellnewton.com. Be sure to tune in each week and get your jazz fix right here on Coffee Talk Jazz Radio. Hello, this is Marjane, contemporary gospel recording artist. Do you love good coffee and a great chat? Well, today is your chance to peek behind the curtain with your favorite artist. Are you celebrating a birthday? If so, join us with the Coffee Talk Jazz Radio Birthday Club. Send us a text at 562-355-0311 or email us at coffeetalkjazzradio at msn.com. We'll also give you a live shout-out and plenty of Twitter love. You never know what you might win. Call us today if it's your birthday at 347-934-0108. Be sure to follow our tweets and also follow us on Facebook. So happy birthday from Miss Bridget and the Coffee Talk Jazz crew. We're back, guys, and we're broadcasting live. You're listening to the very best in Blog Talk Radio here at Coffee Talk Jazz with your girl on the mic, Miss Bridget Lewis, and my very special guest, saxophonist, music producer, and visionary. That's right, Mr. Michael Jamel. Catch it, guys. Check it out, guys. We are live tweeting on the show. I am popping up the links for Romance in Heaven. You guys, do not walk but run. And click, click, click that link right now. We want to support Entrepreneur, this visionary, the saxophonist, this music producer. Come on, you guys. You guys know how we do it at Coffee Talk Jazz, right? We support each other. We uplift each other. And we smack that PayPal button. We click that link. Don't we, guys? Right? So we're back, Michael. Loving your song. So please share with me. Oh, that was so good. That's going to be on, like, one of my favorite playlists, uh, Apple Play uh, in the car when I'm cruising down the street. So tell us about that track. I that appreciate so good. that. Uh, so okay. yeah, um, okay. interesting story behind that. So, okay, so I went, I went to this event uh, by Jazz Legacy mm-hmm. Foundation. Um, I think it's this something they do every year, but they bring EU. Um, okay. The one, the people that did the uh, doing the butt song, right? Right, right. And I get in there and we we having a good time. We're doing our thing. I meet a young lady there. Now, this was before I kind of changed my life. So let me disclose that. But uh, I ended up getting on stage with EU and um, just rocking out with them that night. And like I was just on a high. And how I work when I'm on a high, I just go, I'm like, let's go to the studio. So you just go in. Me and her were just, <laughs> yeah, we were just kicking it, hanging out. And so she was wearing this uh, this thong, right? I'm going to tie it all mm-hmm. in back together. I know this is strange. But she was wearing this thong, and I kept teasing her about it. So I was like, that thong, the thong, 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 right? And so mm-hmm, mm-hmm. the melody kept got in my head. So then when I started doing the song, and this is an exclusive, by the way. I haven't told anybody this yet. But I started doing the song, and it was like, and we in the studio, we just doing it. And um, I noticed it had that bounce to it, and it had that vibe to it. So the high got in the sax band detox is just dancing is therapy, right? Dancing, releasing stress, winding down, and that regard is therapeutic in itself. When you add the sex to it, it's a detox to dance with the sex. So that's that <laughs> dance detox. Right? It's amazing. But the origin, how... the origin did come through that. 
Um, I like the whole time of the story because as you were talking, I'm a very visual person, and I could see, like, the whole thing as you were talking. It was like a little movie projector huh. is, like, going off in my yeah. head. No, for huh. real, though. As, I mean, I see things, honest to goodness. And people say, how do you how do you do I'm like, I literally see things in pictures. I can see them on my head, and then I see the end before it's even finished. Like, I can see to the end of it. So when you describe it, like, I'm like, I saw it. Like, oh, okay. I like it. I like yeah. it. I like it. Um. I am popping up the links all over social media, you guys, for you guys who are tracking, for you guys that are following. It is very, very important. Uh, Michael is new to the network, but he is not new to music. This man has his degree. Hello? I mean, can we talk about education for a moment? I'm just saying, you guys, this man has his degree. He has the goods. He's got the know-how. You've got a really nice, um, you've got a really nice tone. You got a nice um, sound, and when I listen to your music, I got to tell you, like I hear straight ahead jazz when I listen to your stuff. Like you're a very different sax player. Um, sax is my absolute favorite instrument, and what you didn't know is that my dad, my late father, was also a sax player. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, I hands down, sax is my absolute favorite instrument. Now, I want to get into the question that I asked you before we went to your song uh, uh, just a few moments ago. And I want to, and the question was, do you think that music helps to heal people? I mean, let's, let's talk about that. Not at all. No, I'm just messing. Um, <laughs> <laughs> You're funny. <laughs> it's funny you say that because I just did a podcast, right? And my, mm-hmm. um, my last episode, the title was Music is Healing. Oh, wow. And it was one of the no singers idea. that's going to be on the show. Promise. Mm. Shout out to Promise. She's really uh, into the meditation. And we were just talking about how spiritual music is. And then, mm-hmm. um, you know, for confirmation, I'm on, on social media. And this reel pops up with Nipsey Hussle talking about how spiritual music is, right? I'm like, okay, that's a fact. But um, I don't think we realize how how much of healing comes from it. And I think oh that's because, because we're always using something else along with it, right? Wow. So, like when you're, a lot of people, when they smoke, they're listening to music. When they drink, they're listening to music. When they're having sex, they're listening to music. And, you know, they're doing, like, all these other things that that can be used to heal. But mm-hmm. the music is really what's healing, right? Because you got to think you can do yeah. it without it, and mm-hmm. it's not the same, right? But uh, I think that music is one of the number one healers. And she was, like, she was explaining on the podcast how, like, even with like just chord progressions and frequencies, like it's really scientific mm-hmm. to it as well. Like different frequencies hit you differently in your body. Um, I think she was talking about the chakras. I'm not so familiar with that part. I'm not going to lie to you, mm-hmm. but I kind of just understand it and I can, and I can uh, relate it to just how I feel when I'm listening to it. So when yeah. they talk about stuff that's essential, you know, I think that the music, and especially the live music, whether it's in person or virtual, is like right mm-hmm. up there, top, you know, top essential things. Because the flip side of that is, could you imagine a world without music? Nope. <laughs> I'm wow. Boring that, um, dude, right? <laughs> that would be absolutely boring. You said once again, like you're just all over. Like I don't need show notes or anything. I mean, this show is just really just so. Flowing. So for a lot of folks who are new to Coffee Talk Jazz Radio, um, music for me really saved me during a really traumatic time in my life. Back in 2016, there was a song, and Michael, I think I shared this with you, there was a song called Perfect Moment by award-winning yeah. guitarist Peter White. And my mom had, a, uh, my mom had an aneurysm. And she had a blood clot the size of a lemon in the back of her head. And that just 
shook me to my core. And I was never mm-hmm. the same after that. And you never look at life the same because life is just really fragile. And so with that being said, I just remember walking in and then looking at my mom and she was lifeless, no color. I talked to her the night before and she was hooked up to everything. And the doctor walks in, holds up the x-ray and tells me what the prognosis is. And I'm like, wow, you know, just trying to wrap my mind around all of that. And I remember just getting down in her ear and, and talking to her and then singing and singing to my mom. And I said, mm. I know my mom can't respond. I know she can hear me though. Right. And on the other side of the 22 hour surgery, my mom is in ICU. And I remember telling the ICU nurse and I asked her a question. I said, um, if music, um, and, and this is back, and this is back in 2006. And this is when they had like the, remember the, the iPods, the nano iPods are like kind of tiny. You could pop them in your ear and, get to walk around with them. And so I said to the ICU nurse, and I said, with all the electronic equipment that they have on her head and was around her bed, I said, um, do you think it would be okay if we put these earbuds in her ear and let her listen to the music? Come on now, right? Because music was so healing and music was such mm-hmm. a big part of our lives. And my mom uh, played piano. And so the nurse said, she said, yeah, let me check with the doctor. And she said, yeah, absolutely is okay. And I remember buying a big pack of like 24 AA batteries and I said with the batteries go I said pop them out put it back in and I said even though she can't speak I said the music is going to help you heal her and bring her back and they just thought okay this woman she just ooh, she just nuts I did not care because I knew what music had done for me I knew what music was doing for me and with that and with that being said for those who are listening music is such a powerful powerful medium whether it's a melody whether it's a chord progression, whether it's a hook. I mean, I can go back to a McDonald's commercial 35 years ago, which is not even on, or a cigarette commercial. I've never even smoked. But the point is that it, music is powerful, uh, and it can heal, and it was the music that helped to heal me. And I remember reaching out to the um, writer of the song, Perfect White, which is Peter White, and I said to him, I wanted to talk to him behind the impetus behind why he wrote the song, why he played the way that he did. And he told me about a very difficult and very hard time in his life, and that was why he wrote that song. And he said, after hearing your story of how music had helped you and bring you back to center, he said, that is why I, you know, travel 300 times a year, and I'm on planes, and I never see, I just go from venue to venue to venue because it's so healing. And so for you guys that are listening, um, Michael, how can fans get your music and then book you virtually for like a living room concert, a birthday, and, uh, um, and are you available for travel and all that kind of stuff? How, how can they book you, teach, all that good stuff? Right, yeah. Um, before I jump into that, I do want to say this. I just mm-hmm. want to appreciate you for being, you know, a believer. And um, oh, thank you. You know, I do my best to uh, let more people know about what you're doing, because I think you mm-hmm. know, like as people that's putting out positivity, we got to kind of work together to put out more positivity. Because oh there's not God. that many of us. So anything right. I can get out there for you, I do my best. Um, thank you. If people want to check me out, I do have a website. It's michaeljamel dot com. M i c h a e l G I A M I L L E dot com. So Jamil with a G. Um, and that's the same wow. for all digital platforms. I got a question for you though. Sure. Quick question. Did you catch the mm-hmm. halftime performance? I did. I, I did, yeah. You were disappointed. I, I, saw, I saw the whole thing. I was disappointed because it wasn't longer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, 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 okay. Yeah, I was disappointed like, because it wasn't. Wow, yeah. that was to uh-uh. me that was no, like no, no. top ten, top oh, ten yeah. Super Bowl performances, and you just seen how the entire game was different after that. Mm-hmm. And like mm-hmm. it's, just one, it's just one part. Kenji Lamar killed it, right? He just oh yeah, it was it was the, it was the movement, after that. Yeah. the way that he was walking, the format. <laughs> But uh, the part when Dr. Dre was, um, he was playing the keys, Woo! and the camera was panning up from the 
it was like the old school car was kind of sitting there, and he's playing yep. the keys to Steel Dre. Right, it sounds like Steel Dre. And then the, the beat, right. he gets up, the, the van right. hits a hit, and then it drops in. I'm like, power <laughs> music right there. Like, the way that that hit, I felt it spiritually. And I, I stood up, and yeah. I just was like, this is legendary. Like, Dre is pretty much putting putting his uh his foot in footprint on the universe right now through the Super Bowls because at that point he was showing you how many hits he's brought the world, right? And then at the end he's like, I'm still Dre. And so I'm like, dog, that's uh, yeah. That's it was. A real artist, like, we get emotional, we get excited. So that was amazing. It was absolutely amazing. And I live literally 10 minutes from SoFi Stadium, and I'm going to send you. Oh, man. I'm going <laughs> to, uh, yeah, for real, though. I'm going to send you photos of me at SoFi laying on the field, on the 50-yard line, oh, wow. in the press room. Y'all, <laughs> don't even play with me. Just quit playing. Y'all, don't even play with me. For real, for real. Yeah. For real, for real, for real. <laughs> <laughs> but, no, yeah, the, the, the no. old school. The, the the old the old school players when they came out I said now this is longevity you got Snoop you got Mary J yep. you got Dr Dre yep. you got Eminem yep. you got Fifty Cent yep. you got Kendrick Cent. Kendrick Lamar and yep. then I like the way um I like it was almost like a little city was erected I mean it was like I said okay mm, who could yeah. have thought of that and then when you had all the dancers and then the cars and all that. And I was into and it because I have, too. oh, yeah, oh, God, what? Yeah. It was like, and I was, I was looking at, I was looking at each musician, how they were just so skilled. And I was listening to like the timing. I mean, they did not miss mm. a beat. I mean, talk about an eagle yeah. eye. I mean, I looked at every little detail, the layout, the color, the sequencing, just everything. Yeah. And I was like, I'm telling y'all, I was what down I on too, the. <laughs> Go ahead. Why, just to say off what you said, what I noticed is like, I think sometimes music can be so regimented that the artist yeah. can't be free, but you could tell yeah. that the band was really <laughs> just in the zone. It oh, was gosh. like you you were witnessing a band because they were moving, they were almost bumping into each other a couple times. Right, right, and right. And the was just. You could tell he was just lit. Now, this happens when you're so used to performing at that level that you can just, right. you can be free now because you're not like, you're not like nervous. You're like excited. And so he's like. You're, I think, dun. yeah, excited, dun, dun, dun. excited. Yeah. This is my moment. Yeah. yeah. Like, so that oh. energy, man, and they all were together with it, which was nice. Everybody was in one. On one accord. Oh my gosh! I'm gonna yep. send you a picture. I'm gonna send you the picture right now. I just sent it to you. Catch it. Okay. And I just want to go ahead and play trance right now. We're gonna come back okay. and talk about trance and then look at the text I just sent you. Here we go, guys. Okay. This is my good friend Michael Jamel. I said Virginia is okay, for.
Hey guys, we are back with my very special guest, Michael Jamel, saxophonist, music producer, visionary. You guys are listening live on Coffee Talk Jazz. This gorgeous, gorgeous Wednesday. It was actually raining last night, super cold, down to 50 degrees. What is the weather like where you are in your city? Uh, everywhere. <laughs> so <laughs> it's like um, the last. I think the week before last snowed for like two weeks in a row, and then it was supposed oh, to snow last week, but it ended up just getting really cold. But in between those two weeks. We had random days that were like 60 degrees. And so it was like, I think the day before it was supposed to snow this past weekend, it was like 60 degrees. And it's like, what in the world is going on here? If the weather is not in the mood, like I've never, I honestly never seen anything like it. Well, that goes back to, we were talking about spirituality earlier for those who are non-believers. Okay. Y'all don't even make me go there, but I'm going to go all the way in right now for a moment. We're living in the last of the last days, sign of the time, the weather, earthquakes in diverse places, famine, just people just cutting up men or lovers of themselves, lasciviousness, given over to inordinate affections. Y'all don't even get me started and going on it, for real, but that's okay. But for those of us who are spiritual and not religious, we know what's going on, and it doesn't even concern us. We just know how to position ourselves okay so we can just be ready you know what i'm saying but i want to let folks know this virtual show is going to be amazing we're talking about art jazz comedy you got the up close and personal i mean you guys come on listen to those tracks that i played okay um they're amazing um like i said to me like i'm here like some straight ahead jazz so i want to know about your influences like where did they come from because you don't you don't emulate anyone, but I mean I just this is to me is almost like that straight ahead um, speakeasy kind of jazz that just make you want to just sit back and go get your little poly pop or get your seven up with a little cherry and a little uh, umbrella. I'm just saying. Yeah. <laughs> no, for sure. Um, so my dad played a lot of different types of jazz around me, but I okay, also um, I played for my church as well. And that was just a regular thing every, you know, every weekend playing in church, um, me and and my cousin. So, you know, you got the musician's corner and we just doing our thing. Uh, So I think with all the different influences, I started to develop my own sound. Yeah, Um, wow. Then I did uh, go to Norfolk State. Shout out to Norfolk State. I was in the jazz band, lead alto. And um, studied there under Stephanie Sanders. Um, after that, you know, a few more chops, some more faculty. And then I also, one of my, I, I forgot to share this part, but I was able to be a part of the Netflix documentary, Voices of Fire. Oh, yeah, like what? Uh, so, but, um and I don't, I don't really like to go off of like, oh, this is what I've done, resume type stuff, because I'm like the right. music speaks for itself. So what's crazy right. is like in this age, people are like all worried about oh, what have they done, you know what I mean? Well, what is the music doing for you? Do you feel anything when you listen to it? You see <laughs> what I'm saying? So, but yeah. um, I say that to say my ear, I take everything as a lesson to music. Mm, So me doing my production and making songs crossed over to me playing. I'm now teaching at the music and arts as well. So me teaching the music showing me other ways of how to kind of how to really be open with your voice. And a quote that Miles Davis has said one time stood out to me because I used to try to I was starting to try to play like other people in a way. Mm-hmm, it was a certain, mm-hmm. In the road of jazz, being great, you know, and that's that's my aim is to just be, you know, if not the greatest, one of the greatest. Um, mm-hmm. Time when you're studying other musicians and 
you kind of get into copying. Mm-hmm. But, like, it's this thing called transcription. You transcribe mm-hmm. to, to learn the language, but you don't transcribe to copy. But a lot of times in musicians, they'll start to just copy. And I heard this quote from... uh. From uh, my man Cornell West, Cornell West, and he said, uh, "All imitation Cornell. suicide." Dr. Cornell, yeah, mm. that all imitation wow. is suicide. All emulation is a sign of an adolescent mind. Kind of hit me. It's like mm. you have a voice yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, and Miles Davis, the quote I was going for, he said, "Take an artist a long time to play like themselves." So the more Ooh, I practice, the more I grow, I'm learning mm-hmm. that my voice is its own thing. And I'm starting to just embrace yeah, it, it more and just play, you know, like me instead of really. So that's kind of how my, I'm my so style glad came you said about. That. Wow. Yeah. I mean, what you said is, what you said is poignant, is powerful, and there's a lesson in that because with everything that comes at us with between the iPad, the iPhone, the desktop, the laptop, you're hearing there's so much noise that's out there and everybody's trying to be the next best of whatever. And I think when you become yeah. the best version of yourself, you that's Come the on. ultimate salute back to the Father. Because if God made your designer's original, why are you trying to die being a copy of somebody else? Mm. It's like... That space is already taken, and I had to embrace, and I learned this years ago, I had to embrace my own uniqueness, realizing I'm like, my fingerprints are not not like anybody else. Like, I'm left-handed. Like, I think right-brained. I am such a creative. Like, I literally can see stuff done, as I said before, before it is done. And I used to kind of, like, really shy away from that. Or I'm gregarious. I'm loud. I was, I was made to speak and to talk. That is, that is the gift to to brought like all of that. And I used to really run away from that because I had a teacher, a counselor in college, uh, a Hispanic teacher in college, who she didn't know what to do with me. And I went to a predominantly all white college, and here I am. You know, I had a voice. And I wasn't quite sure what to do with that voice. And she was really trying to push it down, trying to dumb it down. And the way that I ended up in college was because I'd won all of these different speech competitions and got scholarships to go to school. Hello, somebody. So even then, God was showing me, even back in high school, like, you have a voice. My high school teacher, like, Mm. she caught that, like, okay, wait a minute. This girl, because everybody's not going to be Oprah. Oprah is amazing. I was never trying to be Oprah, right? You were never trying to be Miles Davis or Dr. Cornell. Like when you talked about your voice and as I was listening to, we're going to play one more track from your 2020 Clear Division, The Age of Self-Love. We're going to play um, Hot Tea and Instance. You're going to tell me about that in a second. Yes. We're just going to give them a little bit of that. Um, (laughs) if, If we can just be who God called us to be, then it will make the world a much better place and stop trying to be like the Kardashians. I mean, they've got the, and don't even get me to go in there, but you, you feel me on that. So <laughs> your voice is very unique. You have an outstanding footprint, and I think you're going to do some great things. Um, you guys, if you want to talk with our guests, just press the one. Um, you guys are blowing up the board. Um, I'm looking at what's happening in the chat. Um, but here's what I want you guys to do. I want you guys to buy the ticket. You guys have heard the man. You've heard the music. Um, you guys already know what time it is. And let's support this entrepreneur, this visionary. I mean, this is huge. This is, can be the start of something amazing and in an annual situation. You know what I mean? Um, I'm just going to jump right in because they're trying to count me down. I won't have – we've got about five minutes, 53 seconds. Let me just give them a snippet of hot tea and then incense, and then I'm going to leave you with the last word. Can we just jump right in? Can we do that? Yes, ma'am. We got it. God. This is the MGM production.
podcast host, Ms. Bridget Lewis. You'll hear sumptuously constructed vocals, piano, and guitar on my new project, Touch. It's a spirit blend of ballads with classical instrumental soul. My style is distinctive, surprising my work as a musical love letter and a classic nod to the soul, music we all love. Enjoy their magnificent original melodies as East and West meet live on Coffee Talk Jazz Radio. And you can also enjoy D. Mills' experience at dmillsjazz.com or go to his Facebook fan page, D. Mills Jazz. Be sure to visit the new official website, www.coffeetalkjazzradio.com. Bye-bye. We are back, guys, with my very special guest, Michael Jamel. I'm going to leave him with the last word. Oh, my God, the show's been amazing. Uh, I expect y'all to buy at least 100 tickets. Like, come on, you guys. Y'all know how we do it. How many events do we put on and we sell them out? This is no different. We're working in conjunction with this creative right here. He's got the goods. Y'all heard it. You see it. Okay, stuff is like everywhere. You guys, so let's sell us out. We still got some time. It's easy. Technology works. Credit card, boom, click the link. Okay, link tree is right up. There's a link tree right on the site right now. Just you guys smack that PayPal button, smack that link. Go ahead and get those tickets. Okay, Mr. Janelle, I'm going to leave you with the last word, and then we're going to take it out, sir. Okay, I appreciate that. <laughs> First of all, thanks for having You're me. Fine. I appreciate you, Bridget. This is fun. You're welcome. Um, to everybody listening, <laughs> I'll say this, um, come along and ride on the fantastic voyage. <laughs> I'm the captain of this vessel, this cruise ship, and you're under my command all around the world. Music is at hand. I just want you to feel musical pleasure. I just want you to feel ah. musical pleasure. <laughs> slide, slide, slippity slide. Forget about your troubles in your nine to five and just sail on. Sail on. God, wow. Thank you so very much, you guys. With music in our hearts and with jazz in our souls, we want to thank you, our friends, fans, and supporters for making Coffee Talk Jazz Radio number one. We love you for listening. We'll see you next time on Sunday, the 21st with Heidi Tan. We love you for listening. We're going to go ahead and take it out with Pain Medicine Refill by Mr. Michael Janelle. Bye. I said Virginia is for... (laughs) 